Hello and welcome to Quickies with Angela and Katie. Hi, I'm Angela Dawn of Authentic Heart Coaching. I'm a tantric sex coach and I do both desire-based coaching and intimacy training for individuals and couples. And I'm Katie Wilkinson of Katie Coaches and I help men connect more deeply and confidently in sex and relationships with the women they love. So today we want to talk about something that you may not have ever heard of and that's building a sex altar. This was inspired by a story that I heard from Angela, and I thought we should unpack this concept for our listeners because it's really neat, but not enough people know what a sex altar is. Yes, yeah, this is this is a fun episode because I love building sex altars, right? Like my, my tantra partner and I do it every time we go away together. Um, but the way this episode uh, kind of came up or the idea for this episode came up is I was working with a client couple. And I was going to lead them through a sensuality experience. So they had to gather a lot of items for the Tantra experience that I was taking them on. And when we were chatting before we really began the session in earnest, um, I, I saw the woman like bringing a tray of stuff up and I was like, oh, where are you putting the stuff? And they turned the camera and they showed me she had either had a table in the bedroom or had put a small table in the bedroom and put beautiful linens on it and a candle because I told them they needed to have a lit candle for the work, right? So they had a lit candle and they had all the various sensory items that they were going to use in our work together. And it just looked stunning. And I was like, do you know what you've done? You've created a sex altar. And so she just did it intuitively. She didn't really like know what she was doing. She was like, oh, well, since I have to put this stuff out, let me make it pretty. And I was like, yes, you built a sex altar. Oh, that sounds so beautiful. And I'd love to talk about what goes into setting up a sex altar because I haven't intentionally built one before, but kind of had a similar situation. So I'm imagining like candles, oils, high quality lube, maybe some favorite toys, some plants in the area, some tasty snacks. Like what goes into this? Yeah. I mean, all those things would be perfect for a sex altar, right? So part of this is just about mood setting, right? We've talked about this before, just setting up a sexy environment. And, you know, there are just basics you probably already know. Right, like getting laundry off the floor, having clean sheets, <laughs> minimizing distractions from the outside world, and making the space feel inviting and relaxing. Exactly, exactly. And all of that comes really before you build the sex altar, right? So once your space is in good shape, what we're talking about here is setting up um, an indication that A, you are in a sex-oriented environment, B, your sex is sacred and see it's also about having what you need at a moment's notice so there's actually like a convenience aspect to this right and the first part is really um what you were talking about katie right the sexy environment so you want to have the candle you want to have flowers you want to have the sex toys you like maybe some chocolate or some berries if you want to get into some sensual play with taste Oils and lubes would fit here as well, right? Right, right. Yes. Anything you think you want that says it's sexy time. So let's talk a little bit more about the sacred aspect. What do you mean by the phrase sacred sex? And how is this different than the average everyday sex that most people are having? 
Yeah, yeah. So I'm a tantra coach. So my focus is often on sacred sex. And part of sacred sex is consecration, right? So the act of offering up your sexual experience to maybe a higher power, whatever that means to you. And and doing this really facilitates a shift in the experience, right? So in Tantra, you're offering your sexual experience up to something that's part of you and is connected to you. Maybe a sense of oneness might be a way to describe it. And this doesn't have to be religious per se. You can offer, you can offer your sex up to a deity, right? But you can also offer it to the deepest love or the highest consciousness. Okay. So there's, that's all part of the consecration aspect. Another thing that makes uh, sex sacred is the intention, right? If you have a sex altar, you're literally intending to have sex in this space, right? (laughs) But you can also have an intention to have your sex be about enlightenment or about understanding. So you can set the intention for your sex to be about unconditional love too, right? Anything you want. Mm. So translated for those of us who are not so much in the tantric spaces, do you mean like giving sex a higher meaning than just doing something that feels good, approaching sex mindfully, being deliberate about sex, and really being in awe of the power of sexual connection? Um, Katie, I think you nailed it, even though I'm the tantric coach. (laughs) A, A plus on that list. Yes. All of those things. All of those things. It is... Um, sex evolved really, right? Like we're not just like eking out pleasure here, right? Yeah. Oh, it feels flipping amazing. Right. But it's really about that intentionality, that, that higher meaning and, and really the power of that kind of connection. And the concepts that you mentioned, both the consecration and intention, how does these play into a sex altar specifically? Hmm. So a big part of being intentional is uh, the space that you're in. So when you create that ritual space, it actually awakens something in your primal brain, right? It, It flips a switch in there. So here, if you have a little table in the bedroom or you bring one into the bedroom for the night, And you put a nice uh, table runner or a a little tablecloth on it, or even just a handkerchief, right? Um, And you put out your candles and your flowers and whatever else you want to have there. Just doing that act is all about intention. So setting up the altar just signals to your brain, this is about having sex. This is about having sacred sex. And just lighting those candles with intention is consecrating the space. That's why I always have my couples light a candle when I'm leading them through a tantric activity. Um, And you can say what your intention is together, or you can just say it quietly in your own mind, right? You can do all this without having it be a big deal, or you can make it a big deal and you can say a prayer or read a poem if if you and your partner are into that. I love that you use the word ritual in that description. Um, As a creature of habit myself, rituals make sense to my brain. And there's that emotional comfort that comes with routine. You know, your brain is really primed to enjoy what comes next, to anticipate what's going to come next. Mm -hmm. 
And just to clarify for listeners, rituals and altars aren't just for couples. We want you to be able to elevate your self-pleasure experience too, because ultimately pleasure starts and ends with you, as in what you enjoy and what's meaningful to you specifically. Oh, 100%, Katie. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I probably have more often in my life created a sex altar for just me than for me and someone else. (laughs) Yeah. So when you have, when you are doing intentional, consecrated self-pleasure, that is absolutely just as sacred as you being in union with your partner, right? It's, it's about elevating the whole experience. So, you know, if you are interested in practicing Tantra on your own, and and I really advise folks to get involved in practicing Tantra as a solo practitioner before you enter into um, relating with someone else. There's something about learning how to cultivate your own energy and doing these practices for yourself that really paves the way for some beautiful stuff later if you want to bring another person into it. But yeah, you know, make a sex altar for yourself. I um, prescribe this kind of thing for individual clients all the time. People tend to have their self-pleasure be a little bit like scratching an itch. And it doesn't have to be that way. It can be a beautiful sexual experience. I was actually just going to mention self-pleasure too, because it follows that same pattern of you need to know what your own body enjoys. You need to know what your own pleasure is before you can walk somebody else through that. Yes, indeed. Yes. So there's also the aspect of focus. And I'd love for you to tell our listeners more about how focus relates to sacred sex and how that's different than intention. Mm, Okay. So I think of intention as a quality you are bringing before you begin and a sense of purpose, Mm -hmm. right? So I have a reason why I'm self-pleasuring or a reason why I am entering into a sexual experience with someone else. And there is something perhaps I would like to get out of it right? Or something that I want the experience to create or emanate, or maybe even boost in my life, right? We, you know, I teach people how to do sex magic, right? So it could be about manifestation even. Um, So that's all intention. Focus, I would say, is something that's more in the moment, right? Your focus is what are you paying attention to? What are you paying attention to? Mm. Yeah. And focus is absolutely another aspect of sacred sex. And just having the altar in your space is also saying, you know, we're focused on our sexual life. We're focused on our intimacy. That's so hot to have that devotion (laughs) to sex and to intimacy. Oh, yeah, it is. (laughs) But this is also ultimately practical, you know, by having a spot in the bedroom where you have your lube, you have your condoms, you have your sex toys, your feathers, your fun, sensual stuff. You're doing yourself a huge favor here. Whatever you need is already right there for you. And that convenience is sexy too. (laughs) You don't have to break break the moment. Yes, 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 yes. Um, You're dead on on that. Like a sex altar is something that's sexy and elevates your sex 
And it's just smart, right? Because who wants to get into it and then realize they can't find the lube (laughs) (laughs) or that you left the coconut oil in the shower, right? Which, which I've totally done, by the way. (laughs) We're all about smart sex here. You know, this is like the next level version of keeping your, your toys and your lube in the nightstand, which I also still do. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And, you know, not everyone is going to want to have this big formal sex altar in their bedroom as much as we recommend it. You know, I get that. So for those of you not so into that, you could just gather your sex tools in a central location, you know, in a basket or a drawer or a really nice box and just keep it near your bed. It's convenient and your partner's going to appreciate that forethought. Yes, yes. And I don't necessarily set up a sex altar when I'm at home, right? Not Certainly not all the time, right? But yeah, that keeping all the things together, right? keeping your bedroom like just attractive and keeping all of the things you need for sex in an attractive container or, or on an attractive nightstand is, is halfway there. Right. Pretty but, sexy. Yeah. But my, my partner and I, we always set up a sex altar when we go away together. I love that idea. The sex altar while traveling too. That's next level. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, we always do it then. I usually bring this pretty pink, silk table runner that I have and a candle and whatever our favorite lube is at the time and my glass toys and some feathers or silks and a blindfold and always one of us will bring a bouquet of flowers with us when we travel to um you know if we're just driving somewhere and when we set it up when we're unpacking you know we get to our spot and we set it up right away and it just screams we're going to have sex on this trip, right? And we're not rummaging through the luggage in the middle of the night either. Hell yes to convenience and intention. That makes my type A brain so happy. (laughs) So with all of that said, let's go ahead and wrap up this episode. Angela, when and why should our listeners consider setting up their own sex altar, both at home or on the road? Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you want to elevate your sexual experience at home or away, build a sex altar. If you want to have a special night, build a sex altar. If you want to get in the mood, set up a sex altar. Just the process of gathering everything you want for the experience is its own kind of foreplay. And this foreplay works if you're having a self-pleasure session or you're getting together with your partner. And that's all for this episode of Quickies with Angela and Katie. Thanks for listening. And you can follow us on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. If you'd like more great information on sex, love, and relationships, be sure to follow us on social media. I am at Authentic Heart Coaching on Instagram and TikTok. And on the web, I'm AuthenticHeartCoach.com. And you can find me on KatieCoaches.com, as well as on Instagram and Reddit at KatieCoaches. So as always, I want to encourage our pussy-attracted male listeners here to check out our Pussy Whispering Masterclass. This is the class for going from good to God in bed with your woman. It's all about working smarter, not harder, to bring your woman even more pleasure in bed. The class is pre-recorded, it's ready for you right now, and it's open to all experience levels. Check it out at pwclass.com. And as many of you know, I run Voluptas Goddess School for Women. You can join by annual membership or come to individual workshops. My next uh, Voluptas workshop is going to be August, I think, 19th. 
<laughs> August 19th in Annapolis. It's going to be Breath of the Goddess. And I have some couples Tantra play shops planned for July and August. July 23rd and August 13th, his and her Tantra massage. Check out my website and calendar for more details. And we'll see you next time on Quickies with Angela and Katie.